Hey, what's up? Some of the things that I say might hurt your feelings. I don't mean it, but I just speak what is true. I tear down lies and build up truth. So if you don't like what I say, you can go to the left or you can go to the right. This is not no mush mush. So here I go. Because they're afraid to say, I can't. I'm scared. I don't know how or I need help. They cover up their weaknesses and foibles with big manly talk and attendant actions that often fail to get the job done. Now, no one wants to see a man quivering and sniffling in the corner when a mouse comes in the room. However, a real man, a self-loving, self-honoring man does not cover his shortcomings with big talk. Instead, he acknowledges them, he works to overcome them, and he asks for help and support when he needs it. Now, ladies, once he does that, you must not beat him up about it. You can't use it to beat him down. Instead, support him in finding a solution, and don't do it for him. Believe he can do it and overcome it, and he will. Once a man acknowledges his securities, he's on the path. had 10 wild dogs. He used these dogs to torture and eat his servants that made a mistake. One of the servants gave the king an opinion that was wrong and the king didn't like it at all. So he ordered that a servant be thrown to the dogs. The servant said, I served you for 10 years and you do this to me? Please give me 10 days before throwing me to the dogs. The king agreed. In those 10 days, the servant went to the guard who looks after the dogs. He told him that he would like to serve the dogs for the next 10 days. The guard was baffled but agreed. And the servant started feeding the dogs, bathing them, and taking care of all of their needs. When the 10 days was over, the king ordered that the servant be thrown to the dogs for his punishment. When the servant was thrown in, everyone was surprised to see that the ravenous dogs only licked the feet of the servant. The king, baffled at what he was seeing, asked, what happened to my dogs? The servant replied, I only served the dogs for 10 days. They didn't forget my service, yet I served you for a whole 10 years. 
and you forgot everything at my first mistake. The king then realized his mistake and ordered that the servant be let free. This video is a message. Don't forget the good things that people have done when they make a mistake. Remember, love covers over a multitude of sins. Now share this cool story with Let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. If I just gave you both a million cash, how would you feel? I would be uh, extremely grateful. Pumped up? Pumped Excited. up. Yeah. I, know, I know what to do with it, so I would be extremely yeah. happy. Would anybody be able to get you in a bad mood for a little while? Absolutely not. Okay. Deanna, would you agree? I would agree 100%. <laughs> I'd be okay. walking on cloud no. nine. Okay, now pay attention. On cloud nine, right? <laughs> yep. now, now, now listen, because this is big. If I had a bomb button, I'd press it. <laughs> you ready? Yep. If I said I'll give you the million, matter of fact, I made it 10 million. Okay, uh oh. But you couldn't wake up tomorrow. You're uh, done. Would you take it? Absolutely not. Okay, so what you're both saying is that waking up, just waking up tomorrow is worth more than $10 million. Mm, that's how it was perspective. Huh? That, yep, it is. Yeah. It is right. worth it. The, the way you feeling that way every damn time you wake up. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Wow. Man, no, no, but that's a hell of a perspective. I, I never looked at it that way. Nobody does, dude. That's why we get up and we're all bummed out. We have a bad day. And this sucks. That sucks. The world hates me. And that's not fair. And I, you know, I can't lose weight because of this reason. And I can't get in shape. And I can't make money. And blah, 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 blah. Guys, we woke up. It's going to be a good day. The question is, is how good is it going to get? Right. And if it doesn't get as good as we want, guess what? Hopefully we wake up the next day. And oh my God, I get another one? Holy moly, I get to try some more? It's going to happen this day. And eventually, man, one will when you have that attitude, when you have that attitude of gratitude, and, you, and you're willing to put in the work, and, 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 you, and you continuously get this new information, so you, so you can continually evolve in your beliefs eventually man you're walking around like a magnet Absolutely. for freaking deals opportunities people freaking love you the next thing you know you're like man how come i ain't been doing this the whole time after fighting this world is round two with their partner. Let me play again until it's insane. Don't keep missing the point with this Oscar slap. The entire point is that evil women cannot grow hair. When a woman is evil and doesn't submit to her husband, the Lord will snatch all her hair out. It's a curse in Isaiah 3.17. But most people don't know how prevalent it is today because most women cover it up with wigs and hair extensions. Y'all keep missing the point with this Oscar slap. Person that you choose as a partner affects everything in your life. Your mental health, your peace of mind, your love inside you, your happiness, how you overcome hurdles, your successes, how you raise your children, and much more. So make sure you choose wisely.
the The way they just treated you was a test, but not for you. God was testing your enemies to see if there were any softness in their heart, to see if they would repent, to see if they had any kind of any kind of remorse for how they were treating you, and if they would cease and desist on their own. God says, I did the test for them, because what a man soweth, so shall he reap. And before he gave them that nasty harvest that they're about to receive, he wanted to see if they would stop. If they would cease and desist on the battle that they were having with you. And God says, well, because they did not and because they pressed forward, doggone it, now he got to step in. Doggone it, now he got to give you the hardest that you deserve. Now he got to give you everything because you did not stop doing what you were doing. He gave you ample opportunity to stop. And now he has to step in and defend his children. And woe to your enemies. This is a huge one that women don't even recognize. They gossip about their partner to other people, whether good gossip or bad gossip. Talking about your partner to people outside of the relationship destroys the sacred energy within the relationship. It is perfectly okay to have that one person, even two neutral parties with whom you discuss your difficulties in order to get support, advice, or guidance. But they should be your difficulties, not your partner's bad habits, insecurities, failings, and shortcomings. That is straight up gossip. Those are the things you need to pray about. Gossiping about your partner is one huge mistake women make because they do not realize that what destroys a relationship comes from within the relationship, not from the outside. Gossip is a betrayal of trust and a violation of confidence. My sister women, don't do it. It is a huge mistake that will destroy your relationship. You can do good things for people and sometimes they act like they don't remember. You can help them and then they, they'll turn on you like an owl. You can do wonderful things and do one thing wrong and they'll forget every good thing you ever did for them. But the Bible said, God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love in that you minister to the saints and do minister. He, he, he's committed to the fact that he will remember everything that you did. So don't be discouraged when people forget. Here's what I believe is the first tragic mistake that women make in relationships. They do not ask for what they really want. Instead, they accept what is available or ask for what they think they can get. When a woman does not ask for what she wants or what she needs, and as a result, she doesn't get it, she runs the risk of becoming bitter and resentful. And once that happens, she will invalidate and belittle her partner. And I think that this is true in both same-sex and hetero relationships. It's difficult to live an unfulfilled life. It is hard to make do rather than enjoy what you desire. Women have a tendency to expect very little 
So they get very little. And that can lead to a permanent state of pissosity, which they act out in very unloving ways. Not asking for what you want. Mistake number one. long-term relationship with somebody you better stay attracted to them. Mm -hmm. you better have physical intimacy with them. Mm -hmm. and if you don't maintain that part of your relationship what starts to happen over time is you start living with just your friend i have a lot of friends i don't want to lay next to them every single and if you allow your spouse to turn into just your friend that you lose that intimacy that physical connection i think that's one part of your evaluation how often do you touch each other you hold each other's hands at different stages of your relationship physical intimacy can look different ways. I doubt at 80 years old, we're going to be doing what we do now, but I'm going to be dancing with her in the living room. I hope if you're going to have a long-term relationship with somebody, you better stay attracted to them. Being nice, but make sure as a nice person, you set boundaries because there's people out here that will take you for granted based off you being nice. They will play with you, they'll disrespect you sometimes, or feel like they can do anything because they feel like you're nice. And that might not be something they are used to from other people. So make sure you set limits and boundaries. Whereby if anybody crosses those things, you act accordingly. You cut them off, you move forward. I don't entertain stuff like that. I don't invite you to do that as well. Our mothers have to teach us how to be wise. Who else is supposed to teach you? Ourselves. We can, I mean, that's what life is about, learning. Our mother's supposed to teach us how to be wise. I said, who's supposed to teach you? You said ourselves. No, I, no. That's what I you said? Think, listen. Who the fuck you think you're talking to? Who the fuck you think you're talking to? Don't tell me to tell. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're very intimidated. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a fucking minute. Wait a minute. I will shut this shit down. You're intimidated. It's okay. I'm not intimidated by you. You, you. I'm not intimidated by you. Sweet. I don't know why you women think somebody's intimidated by you. I'm just not going to let you act. Okay, I apologize. Don't cut me off. Don't tell me what to do. You're not intimidating, dear. Why would I be intimidated? I'm not trying to I'm women are so quick to try to buck up to a man like y'all can whoop somebody's ass. This is you're backed up by a sister that makes you feel powerful in the face of me. Man, this is my platform. It is. You just you just talk crazy. You listen. I am older than you. I know more than you, and you're gonna tell me to listen.
debate. What's required for a healthy relationship? Let's start here. Communicate, communicate, communicate. <laughs> Talk about who you are because you're changing day by day, moment by moment. Talk about how you are changing. Talk about what you want and what you need. Talk about your strengths, your weaknesses, your fears. Talk about what you see and what you know. And always, always be as honest as you can. And as much as you talk, listen. Listen with your ears. Listen with your heart. Listen with your soul. And always be willing to hear something new about the other person. And never, ever, ever use what you hear as a weapon or a tool for dishonorable intentions. Stay present in your relationship. If you want your relationship to be healthy and stay healthy, then you have to be in it mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Be mindful not to allow outside responsibilities, demands, and interests to take your mind and heart and your soul out of the heart of the relationship. If your time and energy and attention is being drawn away, communicate that. Communicate what you're up to so that the other person knows and is aware, even if they don't like it or don't understand. At least they will know that you're still present. If you want a healthy relationship, please do your best to have a pleasant disposition and a happy outlook. Be cheerful, be willing and open to have fun, and be loving. Be excited about being able to spend time with the other person. Make time for them because you want to, not because you feel you have to. It is so easy to get bogged down with work and worries and kids and bills that you forget or take for granted the other person or people that you love and care about. Stand by each other. Stand with each other and stand for each other. In a healthy relationship, people stand with, for, and by each other. Life is not always a bed of roses. And sometimes you may experience total bliss and happiness. And at other times, both of you may have to push your way through tough times and misery. Mistakes happen. People, circumstances, and situations change. So learn to stand together and support each other when things get tough. Sometimes... Hard times are nothing but a test of love and commitment. In a healthy relationship, people lend a shoulder when it's needed instead of saying, I told you so, or look what you did. And you know how women get their body count up? By never admitting when they're wrong. Why admit when you're wrong when you know you got a hundred other dudes Waiting to, waiting to link right now. You just link with this dude. He tolerate that shit for a little bit. Then he realize, man, we can't elevate with this. We can't, we can't grow or nothing like this because you can't even admit when you're wrong. You can't, you, you can't change. So if you can't change, ain't no, ain't, ain't no room for growth. There's a hundred other motherfuckers who gonna tolerate this shit for a short time. He gonna realize. Then you gotta lead out. Then you gotta lead out. Next thing you know. Get shit up there instead of just being honest with yourself and working on your flaws so you can grow who you get. Hey y'all, what's up? This phase. Um, we was talking about the band Fruits of Spirit, and um, I wanted to piggyback on something else. 
you know, like the fruits and the bear and the spirit. And my, my example was like Will Smith and Jada Pickett, uh, Jada Smith. You know, you see how her, the fruits of her spirit rotting out this man and got this man in a low down state. You know, this man, Will Smith can get any woman he want, but he caught up in emotional trauma on a woman that he cared for that don't give a fuck about him. You know, that's why we got, we as men, we got to monitor these women that we dealing with, man. That's why I say about the fruit of the spirit, the fruit, the tree that brings forth good spirit, a good, good fruit. Now you look at Jada Pickett fruits tree and see what type of fruit she got. Now look at Will Smith tree and see what type of fruit he got. You know, these guys is in an emotional wrangletain. And, and women don't understand that, you know, this will happen when a man get down to his lowest. Because at the point now that Will Smith is emotionally destroyed and mentally destroyed. You know, when you hang around people that have fruits like that, when you messing with a wife or somebody who fruits are not good fruits from their tree, this right here will happen. You know, you all out of bounds. You don't lost your moral compass, your moral values, and and you made yourself look stupid in front of everybody in this whole world because uh, a woman that you in love with that get bearing bad fruit, and you see how her bad fruit made this man become. Oh, you can't blame Jada. You can't blame Jada. Well, I I blame I blame Will for allowing that to happen, and I blame Jada because she had children and she should know better. Jada Pickett, I used to watch her when she was young, and and and, and thought she was a very intelligent, strong, strong-minded black woman that had morals and values. But, you know, I thought when you get older, your morals and values and, you know, get stronger. But it seems like through different situations, morals and values just getting flushed down the toilet. Because we can't, that's why I say, we can't allow women, you can't allow a man to have these fruits, and men, you can't have women to have these fruits on you. Because if you do, you see what it's going to do to you. The fruits that you bear, and then you in a relationship with somebody, and you got dead fruits. You got fruit that don't even want to grow off your tree. So if if you're a man or a female, and you're in a relationship, you're supposed to have good fruits in 
in yourself so you can improve your relationship and be more lovable. Who want fruit? Who want to have? Who want to have a tree that lazy? Who's evil? Who's wicked? Who's a narcissist? Who don't give a crap? Who always trying to get over on people? Who always up to up to so no good? Who's always always trying to be connived and, and heartless? Don't give a care about nobody else feeling but there. So if that's a tree right there, and that's only and, and that's only fruit that they bearing, and then you dealing with it, what are you gonna get out of that tree? But a whole lot of nonsense and a whole lot of nothing. That's why we got to watch ourselves who who we dealing with and who we putting our seeds to help grow. Because if we've grown our seeds and bearing growing together and bearing our seeds together, we should the person that we should be around, they shouldn't have no thorns, they shouldn't have no, they shouldn't have no heated rocks or anything to make to make that um that seed not grow. For a seed to grow, you need to nourish it, water it, and have the sun to it. And twist the soil and make the soil and everything more rich. So if your fruit and your roots is not capable of that, and the Bible says that uh, a good tree doesn't a good tree doesn't bear bad fruit, but a bad tree gathers bad fruit. So what type of tree are you? What type of tree you want to be? You know, we always want to sit back here and point fingers, but we need to sit back and plant our tree and put better fruits on our tree so that we could be a type of tree that somebody like to pick their fruit from. Because I already know I have a tree that people love to pick, pick fruit from. I already know that. It's been said, it's been done, and you know it's continued being done. So you are what your fruit are. So if your fruit come off the tree nasty and rotten, then you are nasty and you got nasty and rotten attributes that you need to look at yourself and better yourself. So I'll let you, I'll, I'll, I'll just want to throw that at you. And, and y'all look at, minimize this relationship between Will and Jada and look at, those type of fruits that they bear now, and then and, and how they fruit are affect <coughs> their livelihood, their children, and their decision making. So, if you want bad fruits, be with a bad fruit person. If you don't care, be with a bad fruit person. If you want to, you want righteousness, you want to grow. Find somebody who got good fruit and grow with them. The Bible says, you'll know them by the fruit they bear. So if you know somebody who is wicked and you know somebody who, who is heartless, you know what you need to do because you know by the fruit they bear.
Hey, what's up, this phase? Just trying to holler at y'all and see what's going on. Had a lot on my mind reminiscing, trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind. Trying to figure out some puzzles. I'm not here to start nothing. I ain't trying to start nothing. Just got some things that I want to get done. Some things that I want to get solved. Some things I want to enlighten myself with. So maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So, if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room, just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day, and thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. And I'm an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'm an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. And I'm an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. These streets keep calling me. They don't want me to leave the life behind. Staring at stars, wishing I had the time. But my kids need food and my girl needs me. Sometimes I dream that I'm finally free So baby, don't play me, I ain't no toy I'm a prisoner here, but I still make noise And I'm a child that I'm out with all my boys I'm a street kid now, but one day I'll be an island boy I'm just trying to make it, I'm an island boy Island boy, I'm an island boy What's up, y'all? This phase. First of all, I want to thank the Most High for all he do for us, y'all. Knowingly and unknowingly. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross to bring us back to the Most High booth. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh Shah, for all you do for us. Knowingly and unknowingly. I want to thank all of my interstate people for listening, y'all. I know you have to do it, but you did it anyway. I want to thank all my out-of-state people for listening. I want you to know that I'm glad you're listening to me. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. Sugar down, sugar down, sugar down, down, sugar down, sugar down, sugar down. Hey y'all, what's up? This phase. Y'all, um, happy Sabbath day. Um, I had I had a few words that I wanted to um give y'all this Sabbath day to make y'all think about a little something that I got going on right now. Y'all, but one thing I hope all everybody is, you know, the most I continue keeping y'all from evil so evil won't grieve you, and the most I continue. Keep your hinges over you, your friends, and your family, and your loved ones, and give y'all traveling grace. Um, one thing uh, was kind of like stirring up in my spirit this morning, and I want to talk about it. Um, um, I want to talk about the Bible says, you know, the person 
by the fruit. By the fruit. You say you know the person by the fruit that they lay. You know what I'm saying? And what do that supposed to mean? I'm going to give you an example what that's supposed to mean. You know, if you're dealing in a relationship, man or woman, right? And uh, say, I'm going to put myself in the I always use myself as an example, even if it's not true or true, because I always try to use myself as an example. Then nobody can't get mad at me for using myself as an example because it's me. I can only get mad at myself because I'm using myself as an example. Okay, for example, say if I like this female, right? I really like the whole lot. And um, I try to do good things for and whatever what else, right? And you and, and 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 you can see those good things and the qualities that come out of me, because the Bible says, you know, you know the person by the fruit that they bear. All right. So if I'm a good person and I come over there and I met this female I'm involved with, uh, I give her roses, I give her candy, uh, I send her poems, uh, and I do all these little small things. To just, to just, you know, try to make the relationship more, more meaningful, more affectionate. You know what I'm saying? You know, so say if I was like into this female and then I go I, and then we talk and, and we supposed to like each other and then we, we start chilling, right? Then all of a sudden, you know, uh, we chilling and then she start being cold against me. You know what I'm saying? I can't touch her. It, 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 uh, she being cold, she being nasty to me. Or, or you know, she just being arrogant towards me or any type of thing like that towards me, right? Um. So, um. If you're looking at that, that tells you the fruit of the spirit that that female has. You know, if you see a female that cuss a lot, downgrade you a lot, don't do nothing, or all they do is got um, 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 negative attribute about everything, the Bible says you see the fruit that they bear. You know what I'm saying? That's why we got to be mindful of the people that we're dealing with or whatever. And then when we see those things that they fruit that they bear. So I'm going to Matthews. I'm going to Matthew 7, 16 through 20. Let's hear this. 16, Matthew 7, 16. You shall, you, you shall know them by the fruit. Do men gather grapes? Oh, of thorns or figs or thistles. So the Bible said, you shall know them by the fruit. So like I said, you will know them by the fruit that they have in their heart, man. If you got a bitter person and they bitter, you're going to see the fruit of that. If you see a person who's a narcissist, you're going to see the fruits that are coming out of there. 
If you gonna see the fruit, you gonna see somebody who's disloyalty, who's always, always, you know, point fingers and don't want to be mature. You know, you'll see the you'll see the fruits that are coming out of that. You'll see the fruit out of an immature person. You'll see a fruit out of somebody who is scandalous, somebody who is um always trying to get over, or somebody who's hard and who, who who's not uh, an adult or who don't have any uh, maturity. You know, those fruits say you can get because you can have a conversation with somebody and y'all can disagree and already and already and then it's all right to disagree. You know, ain't nothing wrong with it. But you you being respectful about it. And then if they can't even say that, you'll see the fruit that they bear. That's why you got to be mindful of who you be dealing with, who you talking to or whatever, because they got that bad fruit. You, you know, if you put an apple, if you have a bunch of good apples in a barrel and you put two dead rotten apples in there, what going to happen? All the apples going to get rotten because of those rotten apples. So you got to watch the fruit that you bear. You know, we could care about people all, we could love people all, and we could just try to engulf with people. People ain't gonna change if they don't wanna change. People is not gonna try to look at their bare fruit because they always looking at somebody else, but they're not trying to look at themselves to be a better person. You know, let's go to 17. Even so, every good tree bring them forth fruit, good fruit but a corrupt tree bringing forth evil fruit. Okay, say you're in a relationship, right? You know, a good fruit of a woman and a good fruit of a, a man. A good fruit of a woman is love, kind, gently, gentleness, you know, the spirit, you know, the spirit of love, the spirit of kindness, the spirit of gentleness, and, and, and feminality, feminine, you know what I'm saying? All this and all that. If you got a woman that's hardcore, that's her sport, that's the, the spirit, uh, the fruit that she has. You know, you can always be in a relationship and then some clown have you, uh, some old rotten apple have you to be rotten. So now you're dealing with somebody with a rotten core. So this, this person might be a fresh fruit, but you got a rotten core. Either you're gonna cut around that core and then get with that fruit so that fruit can you know, get you to be vibrant and then you can be elevating and grow into a better, strong fruit. And even so, every good tree bringing forth good fruit. So if you're a person that got bad attributes, you're not gonna bring forth good fruit. If you got, you're a person that has good attributes, you're gonna bring forth good fruit because you see that. Because a lot of people don't want to see their fruit or want to bite their own fruit. Because they already know if they bite or taste their fruit, it's nasty. That's why when you're immature in other ways and you're not trying to grow, how are you going to be immature and you know you have other av av avenues in your life you need to be growing? Somebody try to have a conversation with you and you don't want to talk. And you know, what type of maturity is that? If you feel a certain type of way because somebody correct you when you wrong or correct you because you made them feel a certain type of way and then you immature because you don't want to acknowledge that person's feeling. 
you don't want to acknowledge how that person's supposed to feel. You don't want to acknowledge, hey, this could be me. So if this me and I don't like that, so I'm not going to do that to nobody. You bear the fruit. You bear the good fruit. So that's why when y'all dealing with individual people, you got to see what type of corrupt fruit they have. You know, because you don't want to go into emotional distrust and emotional turmoil dealing with somebody else who don't give a uck about you and they don't care. All they do is want to be on some other stuff. And then you got to watch out for people, immature people, and watch their fruit. When things get hot or if things get kind of situated in a relationship or any type of thing, they want to run to another person or another situation, even though they ain't even try to figure out what went wrong in that situation. And you got to watch that fruit because that fruit is, you know, that's a runner. And that fruit is, it's not mature enough. That fruit is when, when the tough get going, they get going, you know, and, and, and it's a different, you can tell the fruit about somebody. If you're a fruit, if you have a fruit that you like to conversate and talk to people or try to be reasonable or try to be understanding and be more compassionate, those are good fruits. If you have a fruit that you narcissist and nobody can't tell you what to do, can't tell you nothing, and, and when people always try to be good to you, you always take it for granted, those are the fruit that you have. You know, you can always, you always can, you know, try to tear somebody who's a good fruit down. But after that good fruit go, you're going to be messing with people who dead fruit because that's what you are. You are, you are who you hang around with. You are who you pick. You are who you mobility your mind is. If I come in, if I come over there and see you and you treat me like shit, or you treat me like anything that I don't feel like you treat me like I'm supposed to, and I'm and I'm feeling like, yo, you're not treating me, I feel like you treat me like disrespectful. And then the maturity of your way be like, well, we'll talk about why you say that, why you could, okay, I understand, I understand. The immaturity is, I don't do that, you always doing this, and all this. See, it's the fruit that you bear. Are you gonna deal with a maturity person or are you gonna deal with an immature person? Because when you deal with an immature person, they are gonna lay immature fruits by your wayside and then you might develop immature that you don't need in your, in your chemistry, in your body, in your mindset that they bear, bear fruit and put your dead, dead bear fruit in front of you while you trying to give them your good fruit and they killing you off both sides. So the Bible says in Matthew 7, 18, a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. So if you're an evil person, you manipulated and you conniving and every time something happens, you want to jump ship or always want to belittle somebody or whatever, and you evil or you wicked or you corrupt, or you in your narratives of dealing with people is always getting over, or you don't even see see um, see the compassionate or the hurt or the understanding or the reason in yourself for somebody else. Then again, this scripture is for you. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. 
So most of y'all and most of the people out here it, it, it don't have good fruit. That's why when you walking around here and you dealing with people and you wonder why your relationships are dead. You wonder why you can't find nobody to love. You wonder why you can't even cherish nobody because the fruit that you got is not a good tree. And you want to, you think you got a good tree and you sowing all these bad fruit by being a narcissist, being disrespectful, being inconsiderate, you being heartless, you being immature. All them is not bringing good fruit to a tree. And if you can't, if you got all that, you need to find somebody to uproot you and, and help you get these good fruit. But, but we don't want to do that. We think we can self-check and fix ourselves up because we think, um, um, I got this. No, you, you can't get it by yourself. It takes a team to help you grow. It takes you as a willpower and a motivation and determination, but it takes a team to keep you moving and going. And the most I keep you going. So every tree that bringeth, bringeth, every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hands down and cast into the fire. So every tree that brings not good fruit. So if you, if you ain't got good fruit within your morals, values, and how you do and how you conduct yourself with individuals or all that, your tree is damnation. Your tree is dead. You wonder why you don't get fruit. You wonder why you don't see no success. You wonder why you didn't find that right person. You still messing with knuckleheads and you still going through emotional turmoil. Because you that fruit, that bear, that, that dead fruit, that you hanging around with dead people with dead fruit. You don't want nobody to lift you up. You don't want nobody to make you strong. You don't want no, nobody to take you out to a square and make you look look at it from another angle. And if you're a person in your feelings and you know that your feelings always uproar you, then you got to second guess to be more mature about that. Well, I'm in my feelings. I know that's one of my weaknesses. So I need to find somebody who's not in their um, feelings and, and can be more mature so I can leech onto that and be a better I could be a better person in that. So what we saying is Matthew 17 to 16 through 20, you know, you you a tree and you a tree and what coming off your tree? Is good fruit coming out your tree? Meaning you have the fruit of life, the the spirit of love, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of compassion, the spirit of consideration. Or you or you have that tree that you heartless, that the world don't beat you up. And, and now you want to um, um, think, you know, cut everybody or try to make everybody feel a certain type of way or try to be manipulated and all that. That's the tree on you. That's what you That's what you bear. Now, <clears throat> I see a whole lot of beautiful people, you know, and I see a lot of beautiful people that they, they tree needs to be uprooted. Because the fruit that they bear, they allow somebody else to, to, to put poison in their tree in, in, in their in soil, and now their fruit is rot. So we need to step back and get the understanding on what we need to do to be a better person so that we can have great fruit. So that we can um, you know, when our fruits fall, somebody see how good our fruits are and how and, 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 and the tree that we 
bear our fruit is righteous. But we sit down here and play these games and act like we are uh, in the Bible or reading the Bible or taking Bible studies and all that. But you, but your fruit of the spirit is not grown. You know, your old relationship had you being in, you know, insecure. Your old relationship had your heart hurt. Your whole relationship, you know, just brought you down. So what you gonna do? Are you gonna bear them fruit that your old relationship have? Or you gonna find somebody who got good fruit, gonna uproot you, they help you live and have bring forth good fruit. Because we can always, we can always pick somebody that we feel that may not be good to us. But we don't want to pick nobody that gonna make us be accountable for what we do, and they gonna make us be accountable for what we do, and and we can grow from that. Nobody don't want to be accountable, so that that's why you don't have good fruit. Uh, oh, it's easy to be a runner and things go run and go bad, but at the end of the day, you trying to find somebody or deal with somebody, and you got you still got bad fruit, and and then. And you still dealing with people, and then you, you, you're sleeping with them, and all things, and your stuff ain't going, and you going from body to body to body to body, even though you you're not even growing. All you growing is knowing how to grow to make bad fruit and make bad decisions and make your tree look like it's about to tip over and look rot, make it look untouchable, uneatable, unnoticeable. So again, the Bible said, you shall know them by the fruit. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs or thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hands down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by the fruit you shall know them. So the Bible is not actually, it's talking in categories that, you know, when he's talking about this parable, fruit, he's talking about the fruits of you, the fruits of how you detect yourself, how your outcome is, how you look at things, and how you see things, and how you deal with things when it comes to you. You know, are your fruits rotten? And then if your fruit rotten, then you're going to go around walking around with rotten fruit and think that's all right. Are your fruit have, have grown? And then we go around here, have grown immaturity. And then we all immaturity and we wonder why we going through all these emotional roller coasters and all that. Or are you going to have the righteous fruit of the spirit? And then set forth good spirit and good fruit. So, y'all think about this. The people that know me and the people that don't know me. Y'all think about this. When y'all be around people that got good fruit, and those good fruit people is not going to let your fruit be right. Ain't no good fruit going to let somebody treat them any type of way. Ain't no good fruit gonna continue 
loving you, caring for you, and being able to be there for you unconditionally. You know the fruit by the tree. Now look at your tree. If you got envy, spite, jealous, malice, um, immaturity, um, wickedness, hard-hearted, don't give a crap about nobody but your feelings, narcissist, disrespectful, underhand, sneaky, you know, that's all, that's what your tree is going to bring out. That's the fruit that's coming out of your tree. And then the people who see the tree, the righteous people that see the tree, know you no good. But some people see that you may be feasible. All you need to do is have a little work and they want to work with you. But you don't want to work because you're so tied down in somebody else's mess that messed your fruit up. And then when somebody else try to grow you and help you get your fruit together, you don't want that. It's easy to run. It's easy to run and jump into another fruit that bucket but if, if you're gonna rot that fruit bucket or that other fruit bucket is just as rotten as you and y'all gonna rot together bear fruits bear good fruits bear good attributes about yourself ain't no way about, such as if I got a girl and I like her so much that my attributes should show her that I like her so much and then if she like me, her attributes will show me that she like me so much. Not negative stuff, always want to put me down, or always got something slick to say, or, and, you know, don't care, held themselves accountable. You know, when you mess with a fruit, a tree that don't hold themselves accountable, or they don't look for self-growth, or they don't even want to, you know, have the communication, to bring the seed to grow because you got to till that tree. You got to till that dirt. That dirt tilling by communication, um, seeding the water, uh, and nourishing that dirt. That's what communication does. It's the dirt that nourishes, and then the words are the seed, and then the, and then the water nourish everything. So what fruit are you? When you look at the mirror, when you look in the mirror, what type of fruit you are honest? Are, are you disrespectful? Are you heartless? Are you, you don't care about nobody's feelings? Or you all in your feeling, you're immature? Or what? What fruits that you need so you can grow to be better and have a better fruit? The Bible said, you know the fruit. You know the person by the fruit they bear. So beware, a good tree cannot bring forth evil. Evil, y'all remember that. But an evil tree cannot bring forth good fruit. So remember, if you good and you bear and you bring them forth good fruit, and somebody that is not good is not bringing forth good fruit, or they're immature and don't know how to bring forth good fruit, then you gotta watch out and make sure your barrel don't have no rocks in it. It ain't nothing wrong with picking somebody up and helping them grow. So they can be there if they want it. Because mature, maturity comes in all different levels. Maturity comes in all different sides. You can be mature to me in this aspect. 
I can be mature to you in this aspect. So why is it a problem if you are mature to me in this aspect and you helping me out in this aspect and I'm and, and I'm mature to you in this aspect and I can help you out in this aspect so we can both help each other bear good fruit. Not putting each other down, not when we correcting each other, somebody run. So if you got a runner, I see a lot of runners, they don't have good fruit. That's a waste of time, y'all. That's why y'all need to go. And then when you ask the most high for a helpmate or somebody, ask the most high for somebody who bear good fruit. Ask the most high for somebody who bear good fruit that can help you grow and bear more good fruit. And if you got a hiccup somewhere that they can be able to help you get out of that hiccup so you can grow more good fruit. That being said, yo, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to put this out here because my spirit was talking to me about fruits that we bear, fruits that we do, and all that. Because if we can't bear good fruits and, and we can't be the person of the most high, godly, love, patient, kind, and all that, the fruits of the spirit, then you're not, you, then you won't have good fruits because you had to have the fruits of the spirit. How can you, the Bible said you aren't supposed to be mad at somebody and go to bed without having a conversation. You shouldn't go to bed mad or upset. So if you're going to bed mad and upset about for somebody and don't want to talk about it or whatever, then it just show you what your fruit is. You're immature. It ain't nothing wrong with the word immature. If you know you're immature, then you know that there are things that you need to work on to be a big, better version of yourself. I know I'm immature in other words. That's why I hang around people that are going to help me grow and help me see my faults. Because I don't see my faults because I'm inside myself. I only see my faults when I'm with somebody and somebody who's mature enough, respectful enough, and humble enough, who got good, who mean well enough to show me my wrong without trying to act like they're trying to stab me or try to prove a point or try to try to not take themselves in accountability. If you can take me as, if you can look at me and put me in accountability, I can look at you and put you in accountability. But they don't like that. I met people who don't like that. That tells me the fruit that they bear. So the last thing I want to say, y'all, y'all watch the fruit that y'all bear. Y'all bear good, good fruit. When y'all bear good fruit, good things gonna happen. When you bad, when you bear bad fruit, bad things gonna happen. And when you went into a bad fruit situation and the Most High bless you with a good fruit to help you, cling on to that good fruit. Cling on to them, because at the end of the day, if you don't. You'll be right. You'll be spoiled. And you'll be no good and not edible. I put the blue ribbon out of the seats. 
have a shot. Lamb of God and the Prince of Peace. We a nation comprised of kings and priests. We're keeping up a sock and feast and weeks. Ever since the sense of battle, we've been falling. Views getting that dirty money, that talk clean. Better answer the phone when he's calling. Spiritual treasure falling like it's falling. All kind of yeah, yeah. on my body got me drip, drip. My niggas got it out the mud, we used to flip zips. If I got up on a handy, I'm a sip, sip. I ain't talking prescription pills when I stick to the script. I was lost in the sauce, I didn't forget that. I still go back to the block for my people, I give back. Telling crack the pregnant women, my nigga, I did that. Now I'm praying to God, hoping he forgive that. Cause I'm in the truth now, I know you heard that. Fifth the Broadway on the corner where we teach the word at. Ironically, that's the same place we used to serve packs. Had no love for my people, but I had to purge that. The scriptures are for us, bias like it's food, boo. Rep the blood of your house, shy like it's soup, boo. Shout out to Haiti Levi, put that boo hoo. We got it popping now. Thank you. 